0: Yes sir, you ready? Let's go Alright, yo, what's up? It's your boy D Starks Starks Artist. You are now tuned in to the Just Different Podcast Where we talk everything, faith, life, and culture Here, back again, another week Episode 105 Man, another one Another one, man So look, without wasting any time You know, we're gonna get straight into this one today The Thief of Joy So look I feel like this topic within itself has been super timely for me because when it comes to falling into the trap of comparison, I think honestly turning 21, that's something that's been like on my mind a lot. The last few years of my life, I think I've definitely managed to allow myself just to focus on what God has for me and where he's had me and have had this tunnel vision on that. But here lately, it's been, man, turning 21 and just looking at all of maybe my peers and acquaintances or people in their younger 20s who I know have, you know, maybe larger platforms or a lot more influence. And it seems as if like they're way further along than where I am. And I know that I've been extremely blessed and fortunate to even like have the success And achieve everything that i've had up until this point but when you know i guess i've just started to like look outside of where i'm at and you know where god has been taking me i've just felt like man like i'm so behind you know like it's like yo like i still have i feel like i'm still light years away from where i think i need to be or where i desire to be just because of just me looking at where someone else is at you know and like their own path and their journey and so yeah today. Just getting into comparison, dealing with it, how to overcome it, what that process looks like. And the biggest reason is one thing that I heard just listening to a few people talking on the topic is the fact that the fastest way to kill something special is to compare it to something else. Mm -hmm. And of course, most of us, if not all of us, have definitely been there and gotten into that cycle. And you know, like when it comes to even like comparing, sometimes it can be. Comparing by like What other people have That we feel like we don't So of course If they have like The ideal relationship Or the perfect Mm -hmm. career Or More Influence Or fame Notoriety Or like The perfect amount Like of money And we feel like You know That's something that We don't have Or we don't have enough of Or Comparing by what others can do that we think that we can't or feel inadequate in. So, like, if you're an artist, you know, it's, like, looking at someone else, like, man, I wish I could hit those riffs Mm. or those notes or produce like this or have a pen like that to write this, you know, or maybe speak in this way or teach that way. And, you know, it's definitely one of those things when you're growing in your adulthood and definitely doesn't stop, you know, as you just continue through life, but going through this phase of your life like stepping into college and even after that you're looking at all these people getting into their careers, starting families, getting married and you're like oh snap like what have I done? You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like where where am I supposed to be at? Um especially if you're like just still trying to figure it out and it seems like right. man like you're running out of time or you just feel inadequate cuz you feel like it needs to just you know happen all at once or right now. Yeah, I remember um <laughs> I feel like with me in comparison, I don't know how else to explain it other than I feel like my comparison has like graduated or it's it's gotten, it's shown up in different ways as I've kind of grown and become older because I think maybe like a year back, I found myself really struggling with comparison and I kind of got over that and God gave me some revelations and I discovered some things and I wasn't necessarily dealing with it. And like you're saying, I think I'm also getting to this point now where it's coming back up but it's just in a different form and in a different way and it's like i'm comparing different things i just feel like it is one of those things for me it feels like it, it keeps trying to find its way back into my life and in, yeah. at the forefront of my Always. mind yeah. yeah so i'm I'm excited about the conversation too i think it's gonna be good um and i think one, one of the main things i try to lean on constantly that god revealed to me at one point um and this is something i may have mentioned before but i think it's worth bringing up for sure and it's in the parable of the bags of gold in matthew twenty five fourteen um is actually, actually it's also called the parable of the talents and essentially in this story in matthew twenty five fourteen you know a master goes away on a journey and before he leaves, he gets together his three servants he gives them bags of gold right so he gives one five he gives one two bags, and he gives the other one bag, and then he goes off. And essentially the one that had the one bag kind of just buried it because he out of fear of he didn't want to lose it. The one who had two multiplied to four, the one that had five multiplied to ten, right? So it talks about how the master comes back and he looks at the one who multiplied to four, the one to ten, they both get like applauded, like well done. Like you've multiplied what I gave you, I'm proud of you, right? And then the one who hid it away, he says, I hid this away, I didn't want to lose it and he gets rebuked like you're being lazy like you didn't do anything with what I gave you um, and what blessed me about the story was the fact that it wasn't how much the the one who had the four bags or the one who had the 10 bags it wasn't about quantity it wasn't about quantity because one had six more he has six more bags but they both got the same response they both got a well done so what he revealed to me through that was the well done is in the multiplication the well done is in what you're doing with what he gave you, right? Not necessarily the amount they have, or even the amount you started with versus the amount they started with. But what are you doing with what you have? And as long as you're multiplying it, that's all that matters, right? That that's what God is proud of. Not necessarily external, like the the perception of external success, right? It's, right. That's not what it's about. It's about if you God knows what He placed in your heart, you knows what he, you know what He placed in your life, and you're tending to that well, you're managing it well, exactly. So I think that was one of the biggest things for me when it came to comparison was realizing that that as long as I'm focused on this, that's all that matters. And I'm pretty sure, like the the servant that got the one bag was probably looking at the one who got the two and the one who got the five. Like, dang, they're probably in a better position. Like, they probably got more leeway. Let me, yeah, let me hide mine away because I don't want to I don't want to lose it, right? But if he was just on some, you know what? No, I, I need to focus on trying to multiply what I got going on, right? it would have, he would a it would have been a different outcome so that that's that's something that I continually try to keep in the forefront of my mind any anytime comparison tries to come back in my life in any way shape or form is remembering that that parable right there no that's huge because definitely I was thinking about this I just feel like even growing up maybe even really from school like from kindergarten from to elementary to middle all the way to high school through college we're almost Prone to this idea of like putting our own success against someone else's, right? And you know, associating success by like what the world wants to tell us it is, and then that causing us to look at using other people as the barometer for how well we're doing in our own life. Yeah. And you know, like for me, you know, just being like overly like ambitious, super super studious in school, that was a big thing. So like you know oh well like oh they got the 4 or they getting these offers or have that SAT score and so I know for me that was a moment in my life where I felt like so inadequate just looking at all these other people doing these miraculous things and I felt like oh like what I was doing although like I was doing extremely well it was never enough mm. you know and so to your point um sometimes we can look at like just like the quantity or like the yeah. the the quantity or the quote-unquote magnitude of what someone else is doing in the same space and think that has more value than what we may be doing right and obviously in the kingdom like that's not it at all mm-hmm. and so we just have to like focus and be secure and like, okay this is what god's given me and what i have i'm going to be like competition with myself yeah and moving in the direction that he wants for me to like, continue to grow what's right in front of me well there's a verse i wanted to mention this in hebrews 12 verses 1 through 2 and it says therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. And so for me, just looking, meditating, and going over this verse, the, the biggest just aspect that stood out was, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, yeah. and fixing our eyes on Jesus. And so... That's just giving me a lot of context and perspective On realizing and understanding Something that we hear And sometimes, like, you know We'll just not really allow to, like, take in Or sit on But, like, we all have our own individual race Right Like, we all have our own path Our own journey As cliche as that may sound That we hear just repetitively Mm -hmm. When people are trying to maybe, like, give us advice Or even some insight on how to really like walk out our life and giving us wisdom on that that really is the case and it saves you so much like stress anxiety heartache um when you understand oh okay like i'm really in my own lane yeah you know and the only way to really like focus (laughs) in like your own lane is to have like something that your your attention is fixed on Mm. Right. And so I love that even following it's like fixing your eyes like on Jesus, right? Running the race that's marked out for you, fixing your eyes on Jesus, right? Because you can't have your eyes fixed on them if you're like focused on someone else. Yeah. And so that being the key to this of like, okay, you have your own race, but like what's the destination? What is my eyes focused on? If I'm on the track, right? <laughs> you can speak more to this, but When you're on the track and you're running your lane, like, your head is up. You're focused to the next destination and where you're going to go, the finish line, right? And who Mm. is that or what is that for us? Like, it's it's ultimately Jesus. What he has to say, what he wants from us, what he's calling us to do in a particular season. So understanding those two things has definitely always, like, focused me, realigned me. And like I said, like, the last really, like, two years... It's something that I've done and I've seen like the fruits of that. Right. Mm-hmm. To be able to like just be happy and celebrate other people because I have my eyes fixed on what God wants me to be doing. And I and I know what like the reward of that is. Yeah, no, I I like that analogy. I think I remember specifically in track I used to run the hundred meter. Um, and for those of y'all who don't know, that's just like the straightaway, like just the straight the straight part on the track <laughs> i didn't know how to describe <laughs> it other than that um but you know one of the one of the things that the coaches would always tell all the 100 meter runners was like if someone gets ahead of you you're not supposed to like shift your eye like because that's in your in your peripherals like sometimes it's habit if you see someone coming up you kind of mm. like look over but he always said no literally just look at the whatever lane you're in focus on something at the end and focus, keep your eyes on that focus keep your eyes on that and when i actually did it because i just noticed it's it's kind of like habit when someone like you just kind of look when i actually started looking like my times got better like i actually got faster when i wasn't focused on right people catching up or who was behind me who was in front of, exactly it so slows you down. to your point like you got to be focused on that right what's your role and i was actually when you were talking i was reminded of the verse in ephesians 4 16 when it says From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. And I like ligaments because, I like, when you think ligament, or I guess when you think body, you don't really think ligaments. Like, you think, like, the major parts, like a heart or a lung or, like, those are the most important parts. But literally in your body, every part has a significant role, right? And without the other, it can't like it's not going to be functioning properly sure. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that's why I like the ligaments because if you had no ligaments you wouldn't be able to walk like you know what right. I mean like you would still have your heart you have your lungs but what well, sitting down your whole life so it's like mm-hmm. understanding the importance of like okay what is it that I do what what what's my purpose and understanding it's just as important as you know a metaphorical, metaphorical like heart or a brain you know it's just as important um, so that yeah. that Yeah that got brought And I, that got brought and up. I think This, this may kind of align Because I had this down yeah. I think sometimes And I've thought I've thought about this So much But some And this is Applies to different people Especially like In terms of like What you may be pursuing Or what field you're in Or like What you may be even like Aspiring to be But I think sometimes The issue is like Everyone wants to be Assigned to the nations But What if you're only called To like the neighborhood Oh snap you know, I think, like, sometimes, especially yeah. with just this whole push and move of just, like, media and yeah. everyone ha- being able to have, like, so much exposure and mm. to have, like, be public-facing and to have yeah. influence and a following that we – it's what I call, like, <laughs> everyone wants to be Drake syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to be Drake. <laughs> That's a fact, though. Um, oh, And man. since, like – um And so since, like, we're in this constant state of, like, comparison, we believe, like, the quality or the size of who we are, what we do, like, isn't, like, enough. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, well, like, if I'm not, like, reaching, like, this amount of people or I'm not getting, like, this amount of, like, of attention or applause right. from this crowd or this sector of people, then you're like, I'm I'm not doing what I need to do. mm mm-hmm. And so we have sometimes people getting off of assignment because like they're looking at like you know like just the quantity or the level quote unquote like based on like what the world wants to say um instead of like what god is like really trying to do and so we have people just like you know going for like the nations metaphorically whatever that that looks like and neglecting like where they're at like right now um Mm. so you know sometimes you get those thoughts of like, yeah. dang, what I'm what I'm doing like isn't like as important or it's not making that big of a difference. Although like, yo, you're changing the lives of like you know those a hundred people in your youth group, mm-hmm. right? You you yeah. you've changed the life of like fifty people, like you know, in the company that you work for, mm-hmm. in the season, the place that you have right now. But just because it's not what T D. Jakes is doing, yeah, or what this particular influencer. Or this person with this type of platform At that scale you think that it doesn't have any value mm. And so I think sometimes Especially now That's a part of the issue Like if it's not seen We don't think it's valued yep. That's where I'm getting at Like if it's yep. not publicized Or applauded by the masses Or a large group of people We don't think that it holds any weight Yeah, Although it says all heaven rejoices just for one All heaven you know All And so it. it's, it's just shifting that mindset Of like Yo like Disassociating What our views Or definition of success Has always been Or what like The world wants to tell us Because like That's not what God's looking at You know like Yo how diligent are you How faithful are you Are you being obedient to me Right Whatever the result of that is Like It's well done, Mm. you know, if you're doing those things unto him. So I think that's a big part. It is. And I'm glad you brought it up because that was something I was, you know, when I'm sitting down thinking on the episode and just my journey through, you know, dealing with different times I've dealt with comparison, um, I've noticed that, honestly, I was going to say most of the time, every time it had to do with a level of insecurity. Mm. Like I wasn't secure with the position I had where I was at, and like seeing different people up on the stage and doing this and doing this, it kind of like hit that part of me. It kind of right. revealed the fact that I wasn't secure. And I was listening to Matthew Stevenson and something that he said I thought was good. He said, insecurity is the birthplace for a comparison. Um, it is where comparison stems from nine times out of ten. Um, and in that comparison, with me, I guess in in, in the example I'm thinking about, it was less about The position. It was less about the stage. It was less about the money. I thought they had a relationship that I thought they had, but what I thought those things or how I thought those things would make me feel. It was. It was more so. It was less about that and more so about thing. If I had that, I'd probably feel like better. I'd probably be feel more fulfilled than I am now. I'll probably be more at peace than I am now if I had that. So that was more at the root and the foundation of the comparison. It was less about. The thing that was being shown and what wasn't being shown, like what I, what I thought came along with those things. Right. Yeah. And and you create this like, man, if only I could if only I could arrive there, I would receive all of these things. Right. Um, but something that God had told me is like, you've already arrived. Right. Like that peace, that contentment that you feel like you would get from that is something that you could be accessing right now. But you assuming that those things are tied to that circumstance is robbing you of the ability to walk into the fullness of them in this current moment. The thief of joy. The thief of joy. the, de- the That's thief, hard. The thief of joy. <laughs> exactly. So that was something I had to realize is getting to the root of it, which is something that we've talked about a lot, is getting to the, okay, what exactly is it that I'm comparing? And for me, it was that. Like, man, I feel like I'd be content. And God told me, you've already arrived. Like, you can access that contentment, that fulfillment, I've already fulfilled you. You know what I mean? Like, I've I've already completed you. You can have that now, and you are that right now. It's just about having the revelation to realize it. Um, So that was something I had to realize is being secure with, it, like, where I'm at and understanding I could access those things in the moment. Whatever position I'm in, whatever my lane is, I can have all that, you know? So I thought that that's something that you have to take into account. You Definitely. need to. So just more, more perspective shifts, right? So yeah. even to what I was saying of, like, this is disassociating what we've always thought or defined success to be, but also disassociating when we're looking at what other people may have, disassociating like what we think that comes with, yeah. right? Like or or the misconception mm. or breaking down the misconception that I have to wait to access that level of peace or joy, contentment, mm. um, stability in my life, if only I get there To if where only, they're at If only Yeah If I get That amount Or that offer mm. That promotion Move to that city Then This will be the result of like The intangible things That can happen in my life Exactly Right But I I, I really like that And that makes sense But again To the point Like really and That breaks that down For me even more mm. Cause you hear that a lot But the thief of joy The thief of joy The thief of joy mm. That's Yeah That's crazy it's real practical right. And uh so when I was watching, I was listening to Matthew Stevenson, I mentioned that. And in the sermon, he was also breaking down even more practically what exactly that looks like in terms of like when your joy is being like taken from you or is being stolen from you. So he, he talked about how insecurity, right? It starts with insecurity. That leads to comparison. And then the comparison leads to jealousy. And then that leads to envy, right? And then he was talking about how like the jealousy and the envy, like those are the places when your joy is stolen from you. Right. So it doesn't necessarily start with the insecurity. That's just kind of like the seed. And then when it grows, it gets to envy. That's when your joy is gone. You know what I mean? And when I look back on all the times that I found myself in comparison, I can see that same thing. Like it started with the thing. I'm not secure myself. I started comparing. Then I got like, man, like I want that. Like mm, like I got a little jealous. And then it led to like full grown Envy, like I'm angry at you were for, Mad that they had it. I'm mad that they had it. You know what I mean. So he even broke down, like step by step, what that even looks like, right? Um, and that honestly helps helps us understand the weight of this the the start, the weight of insecurity, right? Understanding that if insecurity can lead to envy, I have to make sure that I am addressing it right then and there, so that I can keep my joy. Because I remember something that I had mentioned in a prior episode is like you never label an equation based on what it is, but the product of it. So when I looked at insecurity, I should look at it like envy. When I look at insecurity, I should look at it like it's the thing that could lead to me losing my joy. You know what I mean? Because like that's the equation, insecurity, comparison, jealousy, envy. So that even helps me kind of uh, put in, I guess, like preventative measures in my life. If I can notice a place where I'm insecure, I'm going to go ahead and address that before it even leads to anything else. So I thought that was good, too, just in terms of a breakdown, a breakdown of like what that means, like thief of joy. Like, how does that come about? I thought that was a real fire point. And I also had another verse that got brought up to my mind when I was thinking on the conversation, and it's Romans 2.11. God does not show favoritism because... I think sometimes that is a mindset that you have when you get caught up in comparing like what someone else is doing and how their call might seem like it's greater than yours or God's working in their life more than he's working in yours. That's like a subconscious like, Oh God is like, it's favoring them over me. You know what I mean? Or, you know, you know, you know, back in school when you had the teacher's pets and it was like, they just, you know what I mean? Like they just rock with them more than everyone else. And it was just like, dang bro. Like I'm just over here getting no love. Like, you know what I mean? And we can kind of, try to translate that to God but no understand like it says here God does not show favoritism like he loves us all equally he doesn't necessarily trust us all equally and that's a whole nother conversation but he doesn't show favoritism that same like he's 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 wanting to work in your life to the same level that he's working in theirs right it really comes down to if you're allowing him to but that the point is he's not favoring one person over the other at all. So I want to dispel that mindset because it's one that you can have in terms of this conversation. That's definitely important too because sometimes maybe it could feel maybe like God's like forgotten about you or has like overlook overlooked like the work that you may be doing or right. like where you're at right now when you're looking at like where someone may be um but always like understanding and realizing that like he is he is for you and also not looking at someone else's success like it comes at the expense of yours so i think sometimes again in the world in the culture at large when you're just growing up like in society it's really like cutthroat at times yeah you know? and it's like yo like you got to go get it or they'll take it from you Mm. or continue to work hard or you know there's someone else that's working harder that's going to like and Mm. although I can understand those sentiments and there's definitely truth to a lot of those statements it will also get you into these mindsets of like oh like if they succeed then there's not enough left for me like and so that's where that comparison comparison comes in that leads to that envy and you get mad because they have it because you feel like, oh, there's nothing left for me. Right. And that's not how like it works in, in the kingdom. Like we all are going to be provided for based upon like our, our needs and what we want according to our purpose and the path that God has for us. Yeah. so never looking at it in that sense, which is going to lead to just that frustration that anger and like indignation toward those around us that Mm. we should be applauding. We should be celebrating. We should be pushing forward. Um, and also maybe that even turning like to God, are you putting that on him? Yeah. And so, no, I think that's huge. And then I just had three big things that I felt that I've, I've learned learning now when it comes to, okay, overcoming comparison, which, Jordan's talked about but the first thing is just really taking the time out and doing the work to step into okay what does security look like for me right like what triggers me not being secure and like who I am like what people do that what environments do that what things am I listening to or seeing that take me away from being very solidified and like oh whoa like this is the season I'm in yeah this is who I am and I know where God is taking me like understanding what takes you away from having that vision and also realizing okay what contributes to that like what people and what environments um, what things do I listen to here that mm-hmm. contribute to me like staying on that on that path um, because that's going to be the most important piece of this is like having that assurance of who you are independent of public opinion and disasso- disassociated from what someone else is doing or what their success looks like right now. Um and then I thought a big part was, which we haven't talked about yet, is gratitude. Like a lot of this comes down to simply stepping back and looking at everything that God has really done in your life. Yeah. already and what he's currently doing now. Like to to my point, like I get very convicted and humbled when I am complaining about where I'm at or just not very appreciative, because it's like, yo, okay, like at 21, just my life right now and the opportunities that have come before me, the people I've been able to re- reach right across the world, the relationships I've been able to build and maintain, and ultimately, like all the things that are falling in line right now. And so I get just. Convicted to my core Like yo like Why Again I'm allowing What other people are doing To just like completely overshadow Everything That God is already doing in my life Yeah And so simply Just being like Grateful And content Like not complacent But content You know what I mean That yo like Mm -hmm. He is enough Therefore anything that I have Is enough for where I'm at not that we're settling cuz you want to continue to improve and grow, expand. But I'm not allowing like this me looking at other people become this race to the quote unquote top. Yeah. Right? That's leaving me like in every accolade that I um I achieve, I can't even celebrate cuz it's like, oh well, it's not. I'm not there yet. Yeah. They don't look like what it looks for them or like I haven't reached their level. It's like, yo, like being able to sit back and enjoy life Like it Dang It really robs you Of your joy Like, like man it, were, it is really the thief Like it, it can move you Away from gratitude So yeah. that was a big part And then Also the last thing Was like Learning to compete With yourself And celebrate others So that's, it's that's my It's It's my race I'm fixed My eyes are fixed On Jesus I don't care like What it looks like Around me Who may be Seemingly Like being ahead or even behind mm-hmm. right like I'm fixed on him in my lane and whatever that looks like right I have my own gardening to tend right. right to water to take care of right and that gives you to the ability to continue to celebrate others mm. like honestly comparison that's unmanaged like it will make you bitter because you don't even have the ability to look at someone's accolades when they continue to expand in their career or in their life or in their own personal endeavors like to sit there and be like man like I'm proud of you that's amazing and mean it yeah you know because that's the way that it it always it always should be like it's continuous joy not for myself but for others too yeah it will rob you of of every aspect of it and so I think that That's that's big as well. Like, you know, so if I'm competing myself, like, yo, I can I can celebrate others because your success isn't going to ruin mine. Yeah. It's not going to disrupt what I have going on or what God's doing in my life. It's not like you're going to succeed and he's like, Oh no, not enough for you, fam. They got it. They they got it. They got eighty percent of it. It's only it's only this much left. Yeah. That's not it's not how it works here at all. Yeah, if you if you can't be happy for nobody, you got you got some uh, self reflection. (laughs) No, nah, yeah, yo, if you yo, can't clap for somebody. Being a hater yeah, is crazy. Bro. If you can't be happy, put a smile on your face for somebody. Do yeah, go to therapy. No, I'm being a hater is crazy. But I like the, uh, I like the last one about, not the last one, but the what you mentioned about gratitude. I thought was really good. And not only does that heart posture put you in a place where you can cheer for other people who are ahead of you, but it puts you in a place where you can cheer along the people who aren't necessarily where you're at if that makes sense because something that i've seen happen before with comparison is you compare yourself to these people up here ahead of you You and it it. it leads to like low self-esteem and then you kind of compare yourself to people who aren't where you're at and then you kind of like belittle them or you you allow what's happening with you and what god's doing in your life to kind of downplay their situation and what he's doing in theirs as from a place of like i have to kind of boost my self-esteem back up or you know what i mean um, when it's not in that place of just like gratitude, it's like I'm not, I'm not, I may not be where they're at, but, but at, least, I'm at not least at that level, at least right I'm not in that position and at it, that stage, it can even le- lead to a lot of pride, right? Just in terms of like the other side of the coin. Not only does it lead to low self esteem, but it can lead to pride in terms of comparison. Um, so that's why I like the gratitude part because either whether you're looking behind you or looking in front of you, if you have a heart of gratitude, you can. You can be happy for them and also be cheering for them. You know what I mean. No matter which way you're looking. So, so I think gratitude was a was a good addition to the conversation. No, uh, yeah, I think it makes it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. Um, but yeah, it just comes from that really that identity piece. So, you got anything else you want to leave? You you have you have left to say? Anything? Man, let's see, man. On your mind. Uh, Yeah, I guess I'll just reiterate the verse I brought up in Romans 2.11, just about how God doesn't show favoritism, so never looking at someone else's life and allowing that to just even cause a rift in your relationship with God, assuming that he's working for them and he's not working for you, or he loves them more, because sometimes that can happen, but realizing he doesn't show favoritism, right, and he loves you just as much, and he's working in your life behind the scenes just as much as he's working behind the scenes for them, so yeah, that's what I'll... What I'll leave off with No yeah It's just Like I say, It's your world That's I mean I mean like it's <laughs> It's your race It's your race So just yeah. keep, keep Keep your eyes fixed Fix is Fixed on him Right And uh Everything Everything else Falls into line And this is uh I think it's a Continuous thing right For sure You know you're uh you know you talk talk about a race like this is this is like the marathon of life you know so there's going to be mo- points and moments in the race where okay like yo your attention may kind of get divided mm. or move to the person to the left or to the right right cuz you're trying to look in your peripherals right it's just just yeah. all right let me realign let me get back you know so it's not again with everything it's not just a that one time Like fee Like okay Like I've I've defeated this And or Overcome it And that's it Right There's always gonna be That temptation At every level In every season To try and like Look In the other direction Mm -hmm. Or at someone else And so it's just all about Okay Learning What those triggers are for you And how to Process Deal with And get through it So you can always keep Yourself aligned And fixed on him Yeah So Just understanding that Being secure and where you are Who you are um, Always ex- Practicing gratitude And again Like learning to compete With yourself And always celebrate others Yeah and that's, and that's it That's it That's it man That's the one That's it Look I got heat for y'all today I got heat for y'all today Listen And we about to get the uh, I found someone Who actually emailed us And I think we're gonna get Our like our intro Maybe Oh snap okay But so that's gonna help us like transition into like our um the segments and whatnot. Yes. But anyways, y'all know what it is putting you on for this week. Now I got some heat for y'all today, and I put Jordan on his song too. I ain't gonna lie. So this is like I get counted for Why two you this have week to let the people know. Bro. But listen, this is the summer twenty three vibes. Let me tell y'all, this is P G G M Let My People Go featuring Jose Kelly and Your Boy Wonder. So let me hold on. Let me. <laughs> I don't know if y'all ready for this though. I got y'all. You all got.
1: They don't really try to Y'all gotta wait
0: till that uh second that I first verse hit though
1: got Jesus right next to me. They try hold me down, the father just the sea me just to Set me free They try to take my peace They don't really try take my sleep I still catch my seeds I got Jesus right next to me Bet your homie down. well the Father just be the C's.
0: Y'all, everybody go in. First verse, with the slide, check check. What? We don't like evil, so don't play with the
2: gospel. We can go anywhere, baby, that's what you want. Yeah. Bad, man, if it ain't G-O, got Good vibes, love, guys, love dance, looking nice, I never let me go. Ride, die. that's my baby, like, Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Bro, y'all
1: They try take my peace. They don't really try to take my sleep I still catch my seeds. I got Jesus right next to me. They try hold me down. Yeah, well, the father. Let my people go. go go. Let my people go. Okay. Let
0: my people go.
1: People
0: go Yes sir. Yeah, that, I told y'all. Nah, That's summer 23 y'all. That made me feel like I was in like a Hawaii edit, You're on you to know, the like, islands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Hawaii doing so a lot So that's montage. that PGGM let my people go featuring Jose Kelly and your boy Wonder. Man. But what I got next for y'all though is an even better song that I found. No, I like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I put them on. But this is this is wait for you by Brian Terrell. Let's see what let's see what talking about. Let's see what talking about. I
2: will
0: for you. Come on, y'all know y'all listen to Drake. I'm playing. That was crazy, man. I said I'm Rolex. I
1: really singing
0: <laughs>
1: Oh
2: man. I'm ATL. ATL ATL Yes, you did. You was patient and long suffering with this hard-headed kid. I kept on making dumb decisions like I never was learning. Your Grace, I married it and I'm glad because I would never have earned it. Disobedient, you warned me and I straight up ignored it. Barely know I got her pregnant and she getting an abortion. Sick in my stomach, broken mentally for two years. But in my suffering, it's like I really learned who you is. You a loving father. Faith took it good when we confess our sins came and got me out the mess that I was spending in no longer look back at my past and regret it nowadays i see my stars as aesthetics
0: for me. y'all gotta hear he's y'all y'all gotta listen to bro he's spitting yo this is this a real rap right here all of your ways when i'm praying i gotta keep it real yeah Come on. Yeah. Verse 2.
2: You waited for me, Lord, so how could I not wait for you? You've been faithful, so why would I not be faithful too? Uh. Need his role and follow him, that's what his grace will make you do. The pot is perfect with his hands, he's molding and he's shaping you. Uh. To the image of his son. Yeah. To the perfect image of his son. Hey, promise me some things I still ain't seen it yet. That can only mean that I don't need it yet. The right. The wrong time could be a threat If you don't stay in your lane That could be a wreck If he ain't the head of your life Then that could be your neck Gotta (laughs) wait your turn It ain't your season yet How you say you left it in his hands But you still got it How you trying to take over the plane From the pilot Gotta take the time to go And talk to him in private Remember every time he came through And he provided Yeah Don't you know a promise from the Lord Ain't a maybe Free he saved me You can have the same thing Run to him now He is waiting for you
0: Yo this beat's timeless though It really is bro He said He said If you don't make God your head That'll probably be your neck What do you say? He killed that
1: He killed that
0: Tell them again What's that song? That's Wait For You By It sold me (laughs) That is Wait For You By Brian Terrell Yes sir Yes sir That's the one So look Y'all know what it is Stay you Stay real And stay humble We'll catch y'all Friday Much love